Okay. Kopalnaika. Uh, is going to be her in Diksha initiation. I mean, it still is, but uh, then the, the last minute, really at the last minute, where's Lalita? She had to leave early. Huh? She's had to leave early and dress for the deities. She left. She's dressing the deities tonight. Asta. <laughs> of all people to leave. <laughs> anyway, she left and uh, and then Abigail is here uh, surprising us all. Surprising me also. Uh, and for first in the first initiation. And uh, we use use this word diksha. Uh, it's uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gives nice explanation. Diksha Kali Krishna Atma Samarpan Kali. Diksha Kali, at the time of Diksha, Atma Samarpan, one surrenders himself, herself fully to Krishna. So that's really Diksha. Uh, it's not necessarily just this event in principle. This event marks the full surrender of a Vaishnava or Vaishnavi, that they, uh, Krishna Atma Samarpan, that they uh, surrender themselves fully to Krishna, and uh, which is a very wonderful thing. Uh, it's what Krishna asks for at the conclusion of the Bhagavad Gita, Maamekam Sharanam Raja. So, in there is the content of what surrender means. Uh, surrender is, of course, a process. Just like education is a process, you go to school, but then at a certain point you become qualified. Um, when, uh, you know, when I was going to university, so we were called engineers. And students who were in the art department, they were, you know, arts and uh, so on. But we weren't really engineers, we were just studying engineering, but still the name was there. And of course, you become a real engineer when you graduate. So. We should learn the process of surrender. And the implication is that real initiation becomes a completed process when one becomes fully surrendered to Krishna. And where's the full surrender? Mamekam. Only Krishna is the center point of my life. Yes, there may be other things, other people, uh, but not only are they secondary, but they're sort of periphery. And uh, I deal with them as social, family, uh, norms uh, indicate. But still, mommy come, because they will disappear in time, either in this world or once we leave this world. All these other things that we've attained, uh, they're, they're gone. So all these connections are gone. Mom, it come, and the only thing that's left is the permanent relationship with Krishna. Mom, it come, Sharanam. Now that becomes real surrender. And then, of course, there's the six symptoms of surrender. So one is uh, a 
accepting everything that's favorable for Krishna consciousness, rejecting anything that's unfavorable, no matter how attached I may be to it, uh, and so on, and the other, uh, other four. So it's a, uh, it's a process, but the process should really be progressive. We, we should really be moving on that path. And, and that's why we have these uh, wonderful pictures here. It's, uh, I told Radha I really didn't think I fit uh, either with the pictures or on the same level uh, as Iha Bhagavat Vara Gaurangira Nija Bamsa. Gaurangira Nija Bamsa. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's eternal family. So, yeah, I mean, it's one thing to have eternally liberated souls, and it's another thing to have a conditioned soul. They're not in the same, uh, in the same uh, category. The principle we respect, the principle of uh, guru, whether a, a guru is uh, on one level or another level, uh, but still, uh, guru means shakshatari, so we offer, <coughs> offer respect. Uh, and uh, and when we take uh, first initiation, that is, Srila Prabhupada would say it's really to encourage a devotee. Uh, it's a uh, affirmation that this devotee has really surrendered and taken the holy name, as we were mentioning in class. And the one devotee answered that uh, a Vaishnava <coughs> is someone who chants the name of Krishna. And how he chants the name of Krishna, that's the caliber of Vaishnava someone is. And a Madhya Madhikari is someone who has uh, fully embraced the holy name. They may not be expert at chanting the holy name, but uh, for them, they've realized that this is, this is the means as well as the end, uh, chanting uh, Krishna's name. And they uh, engage in uh, those uh, devotional activities, which further qualifies and makes their chanting better and better and better. Uh, Krishna has appeared, uh, Krishna Murumpi. Krishna has appeared in the form of his name. This is actually the incarnation of this age. Uh, we can't take it cheaply. The more we appreciate Krishna's holy name, the more we appreciate uh, Krishna. And our relationship with Krishna will develop. Avinatva namuna amino. They are non-different. The name and the person, they are, they are one and the same. Uh, and Jirikari, and at this time, uh, when someone becomes fully surrendered, Krishna then accepts them. Uh, as part of their own family. Nija uh, Vamsa, one of one's own family member. Uh, attaining shelter of Krishna's lotus feet is very difficult. I was going to say it's not easy, but not easy is a different thing than very difficult. Not easy doesn't say how hard it is, it just says it isn't easy. So it could be, you know, not very, but it could be a little difficult, and that's also not easy. But, uh, but it's not a little, little difficult, uh, it's very difficult. And I was speaking with a devotee about this yesterday, uh, and I've mentioned that Rupa Goswami says it's difficult for two reasons. Because first, you have to have real attachment to Krishna. Krishna asakti. So coming to the stage of 
Sada, Sadhu Sangha, Bhajana Kriya, Anartana Vritti, Nishta. Now here starts pure devotional service. Uh, here starts uh, real, real faith. Faith that doesn't waver is Nishta. Uh, and then Ruchi, real taste that uh, I can sit and I can chant Hare Krishna uh, all day long. It doesn't, uh, it's not, not changing, changing my life in any way. Uh, excuse me, I, I'm not getting distracted uh, in any way. I just, uh, I just chant and chant and there isn't a better thing. It's just like if, you know, we had the ability to always be eating in other words if your stomach didn't get full but you know there was some other tube that comes comes in and it goes out and uh, but that's ruchi that we have such a namagana sadaruchi that we have this taste for chanting the holy name and it's so sweet Madhuram Madhurai Pyopi Mangale Pyopi Mangalam Pavanam Pavane Pyopi Harinama Evakevalam. So, among sweet things, what is the sweetest thing? Uh, of course, nowadays, uh, some people don't like being around sweet things because they're afraid of putting on weight, which is true. But still, uh, Madhuram, what is amongst the sweetest things? So amongst, and sweet is not actually the definition of sweetness in transcendence is not based on a saccharine taste. But sweetness means uh, beauty that you cannot describe. Undescribable beauty, indescribable beauty. That's sweetness. So that's what we could say. Krishna's sweetness, it means like that. So we see sometimes that either somebody does something or, oh, that's so sweet. Uh, this is a different use of the word uh, sweet. Uh, unlimited, indescribable beauty. It's, it's so, so way, way beyond. It's way beyond because on this planet you have very beautiful people, people who are materially beautiful. Bhagavatam says from the material point of view. Then you go to the heavenly planets and they're even more beautiful. I don't know if you want to open the window a little. We can just devotees feel comfortable. And the heavenly planets is a thousand times. And beyond the heavenly planets, you go up and up, of course, then there's uh, Janaloka and Tapaloka. They're not so much concerned about beauty, although the opulence continues to increase. Brahmaloka, uh, and then beyond is the realm of there's the Vaikuntha sky, where there's the Brahmajyoti, uh, but then you hit Vaikuntha and it's even a million times more beautiful, and you go to uh, Ayodhya, and it's you know a thousand times more there, and you go to Dwarka, and it's a thousand times more, and then you go to Vrindavan. And it's, the Rupa, uh, then Sarat Goswami says, it's indescribable. Uh, and at the same time, it looks very ordinary. So it's, it's fully opulent, unlimited opulence, and yet at the same time ordinary, difficult, difficult to conceive of. Uh, so it's all very, really quite mind-boggling. Uh, so yes, that, uh, that ruchi. And then after one, one has developed such a real relish to chant, to hear, to be able to just read Srimad Bhagavatam because this is the Rasamrita, this is the Karana Rasha, this is the nectar 
uh, for the years, and beyond that is asakti. And asakti means, oh, that's good. And asakti means attachment. Devotees situated in goodness, but goodness, not goodness where he's entangled in material life, but goodness where he's spiritually situated, not transcendentally situated, but spiritually situated, and has strong attachment to Krishna. Very, very strong attachment. Not love. Love comes later. Uh, then, then you have to have this asakti. It's all coming in on me. Asakti. Uh, and uh, because that is the prerequisite for stepping into the realm of transcendence and bhava bhakti, which is like the bud of prema. So it's also called prema. It's a, a rose. Where the rose is a bud, or rose is open, it's still a rose. So it's prema. Uh, but it's uh, very undefined, very undefined. Today, when we were filming, I was looking at these buds, and they look really raggedy to me. But then when I saw an open one, I saw that it wasn't really raggedy, but it was actually just the design of the petals uh, was like that. So detail, detail will only come with prema, uh, but uh, when bhava bhakti manifests, and saganan samati taitan brahma bhuyaya kalpati, then one is, uh, one is risen beyond the saguna, between the modes of material nature. So you have to have that asakti. Now, requires mercy. This is, is, you know, it's called the glass ceiling. Now, here in the material world, you know, they have TV shows and articles about different people breaking the glass ceiling. Women break the glass ceiling, blacks break the glass ceiling, Asians break the black ceiling, everyone's breaking the glass ceiling. This glass ceiling, no one breaks. You, you can't make any effort to get in there. There's no, no access, there's no breaking. It has to come from the top down. And it has to come from Krishna. It's called Krishna's mercy. So to receive Krishna's mercy, uh, we're always receiving Krishna's mercy, but this type of Krishna's mercy is that one is actually invested with the potencies of Samvit and Ladini, with the potencies of transcendental knowledge uh, and Ladini. Ladini means the prema, means love. And uh, it is a Su Yang Su is like a ray. Sometimes it's called a pencil. But anyway, it's like a ray of sunlight. A ray, Rupa Goswami says, a ray of sunshine of the sun of Prema. So Prema is like the sun, and it has its rays, and just one ray, that's all it takes. But it requires Krishna to give, bestow that. And it may come directly from Krishna. It may come through Guru. It may come through the Holy Name. It may come any time, any place, um, when you least expect it. But, and Krishna, the Rupa Goswami says, so first you have to have a sakti. And that's, that's as far as you go in terms of sadhana bhakti. And then, you have to have Krishna's mercy, but even if you have a sakti, Krishna doesn't give his mercy easily. So he, he really, devotees must be willing to beg for it, to, uh, to cry for it. So kandi, kandi, so devotees should be able to, and when, when we're humble enough, uh, that we're able to just cry for that, then it's still not necessarily that he's giving just because we're crying. 
But anyway, it's a good, good uh, form of invocation. When Krishna is somehow or another satisfied, then it will, it will happen. And at that state, why? Because with prema, one controls Krishna. So Krishna is not putting himself under the control of someone who is unreliable, untrustworthy, who is not necessarily proven himself, herself. And that's why ruchi, asakti, that more or less means that this person is qualified and things are filtered out. Now, this devotional service and separation, this becomes the, uh, uh, the ticket to going back to Godhead, and it's also the constant mood of, of service, being, being separated uh, from, from Krishna. So, when we make this commitment, first initiation, second initiation, which in the technical sense is the real initiation. Sometimes, uh, sometimes Prabhupada said first initiation is real initiation. Sometimes he said second initiation is real initiation. So which is the real initiation? Well, they're both the real initiation. From the point of view of Bhagavat Siddhanta, uh, Bhagavat Vidhi, uh, then all you need is the holy name. You don't need anything else other than chanting Hare Krishna. From the point of view of Pancha Trikibidi, uh, and e even from the Vedic Sadachar, then uh, we should have Diksha, uh, Mantra Diksha, that is called Nama Diksha, and this is called Mantra Diksha. This mantra diksha takes one to the level of liberation, but nama takes gives one Krishna prema. So it is uh, both. Therefore, both are uh, for mantra diksha. The main point of it is deity worship. Uh, it, it allows us to worship the deity with. Jiva Goswami and Bhaktivinoda Thakur and Srila Prabhupada point out that this is an absolute must for grihastas uh, in order to protect them from getting too attached to the bodies and the uh, members of their own family uh, and to keep them in touch with the reality of uh, who is who's in charge, uh, and uh, where it is uh, that they are uh, going. So we should, uh, and that means temple deity, although sometimes uh, access to Radha Gokulanda is very difficult, uh, and devotees have Gornikai deities at home. Uh, they are, they are uh, very, very merciful and uh, much easier to approach than Radha and Krishna. Uh, we like to worship Radha and Krishna, but that's a, that's a very elevated, high standard. Uh, Gornitai, or, and we see that in Chaitanya Charitamrita Kaviraj Goswami, he just glorifies uh, Lord Chaitanya, Lord Nityananda, especially in Adi Lila. Uh, and these are our worshipable uh, deities, uh, although the goal of that worship uh, is Radha and Krishna and Vrindavan. So deity worship uh, as much as possible. And, uh, and of course, chanting Hare Krishna. And same thing, first initiation, it's it's an entrance, but someone is now irrevocably fixed, connected, and they they have great faith in the they have great faith in 
the principle of guru and relationship between guru and disciple uh, is a very mystical uh, and transcendental relationship. When someone is the ambassador, if you have the ambassador of a country, and whether he's, he's a fool or he's a, you know, greatly learned politician, because he represents that country, then wherever he, whatever the host country is where he's situated, they treat both of them the same way. They treat the fool and they treat the learned politician, experienced politician in the same way. Why? Because they both represent the same country. So it's the country that you're dealing with. So Sakshad Hari. And that's how Krishna sees it. Acharyam Ambijaniyam. So this is Krishna speaking. So he says, Acharyam Ambijaniyam. You say you have to respect the Acharya as good as myself. So this is Krishna's standard. Krishna has established this principle, and on the strength of that principle, then devotees uh, become empowered. Walking uh, across the Ganga is easy compared to getting Krishna Prema. So you can practice walking across, and if you, you get mystic cities, you can do more than that. But there's no mystic city for getting Krishna Prema. It is a very, very, very valuable thing. And, uh, and ultimately, that real Prema will come from Krishna's associates. Uh, they, will, they will help unfold, you know, just like when you get a lotus, and then you have to unfold the leaves. So they're the ones who unfold the leaves and to actually uh, the beauty and the aroma uh, of that uh, flower of uh, prema can be there. So uh, where there's no fire going on here and uh, that means that first opportunity devotees should uh, do that. Hey, you got beats? Uh, okay. Does everyone feel like chanting around of Hare Krishna? Yes. We can chant Hare Krishna together like we, we get the uh, guests, Namhara guests and so on to do. Um, 
And can you offer it? Is it offered to uh, what's being offered? Okay. Now that we can open the door again, so ready? Okay. Should I explain? So that's what we do. We have this 108 beads. <laughs> and on each beat, you chant one mantra. And we don't have the mantra written out. <laughs> okay. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Krishna, 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 Hare Hare. 
gostar do quê? for everybody after that. I'll make pastries with Vanilla and Anuradha's make cupcakes. Oh, okay. That's the feast. That's the feast. Okay. And uh, yes, we hope that uh, when you're down there in Alachua, that uh, there's also Radhasham Sundar and have the opportunity to serve them, very beautiful deities and uh, learn from uh, really qualified qualified people uh, to do everything that comes along with deity worship, cleanliness, rising early, and so many other things. Is your house like this? It's one story, it's like a bungalow. But it's nice and uh, clean and... Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> you have to go and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> on the same road and Palika's on the same road. They're all there. <laughs> you could take your books. <laughs> my, base of, my base of checking out. Come check out my place. In my <laughs> Okay, well, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to uh, to Nimai's place. He's going to come and get me at eight. And uh, it's lovely to see everybody here, lovely to spend some time with the devotees. Uh, I felt bad there were devotees, children, in Scotland, they wanted to come down today. And I said, no, don't come down. Um, I don't really have the time and coming down all that distance. So they were really, really upset. And, uh, and I'm telling other people that I don't have time. I'm trying to uh, survive. It's a, it's a tough job. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to offer them now. Oh, okay, we can offer them and have a little kirtan and we'll go in the front room. Jai. <laughs> <laughs>